All right. Should we do a little intro and explain that we're not putting out a main app this week? Instead, we're just going to put this out right away for everybody. Boom, you just did it right there. Done. There we go. We're, intro we're delaying complete. episode 200 because we're going to uh, put more thought into it. <laughs> do a little <laughs> more prep than we had finished by today, right? Yeah. <laughs> But The Last of Us uh, wrapped up, and so it's time for the last two weeks. It's really been two weeks since you've heard us talk about it. There we go. We're in it. (laughs) (laughs) But really, it's the last nine weeks. Yeah, because we'll talk about the whole season. Well, I'll make a new jingle off of that vocal clip, of course. But It's been nine weeks. (laughs) It's been 20 years. Can you, can you sing it? Can you sing it like the bare naked ladies? No, because I hate them. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, so we didn't, uh, we didn't talk specifically about the uh, cannibal episode. Um, so I don't know if we want to like briefly talk about just the last two eps and then go back to the whole season or how how you guys would like to kind of sure talk about it do the last two weeks then the last nine weeks all right and then we'll i can i'll have jingles for both of them sweet there we go all right so david the cannibal (sighs) i love all knew that episode loved it straight up loved it it was so good. The only thing I didn't like about it was like the very be- like the beginning of it felt more rushed to me. I feel like just the whole I think we talked about it in in our chat or elsewhere. Maybe I am imagining this, but just how slightly unbelievable like Joel's recovery was in mm-hmm. a way. Uh in the game it takes place over more time. Yeah, and in the I show, really just wish they even found a way to just depict that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and in maybe. the show, they're like, "Oh, it's uh, it's been two days." Yeah, yeah, so, they, it's been two days. They, <laughs> they could have had Ellie grow a beard or something to show the passage of time. <laughs> as as a non-game player, though, it felt kind of like I hate the word iconic. I don't know the, what the right word is, but it felt kind of like beautiful that he like recovered in time to save her. Like, mm. ah! yeah, but she like didn't a, save her. That's I know. That's didn't standard save her. like cinematic he had meaning. The cinematic heroic trope of like in the nick of time kind of thing. Like, yeah, like when people can like I'm gonna lift this car. Yeah, the <laughs> the adrenaline took over, and he was able yeah. to overcome the deep internal stab wound with like random penicillin injections uh, and poorly stitched, uh, you know, home at class stitching on his uh, open wound uh, in order sure. to save Ellie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that, that like all of that seems kind of unbelievable to a certain extent, but beyond that, 
again, I, I had this conversation in our in our chat about how, like, for some reason, I'm able to suspend the disbelief in that kind of stuff. Like, see, but here's like, the thing: it just doesn't matter like, to me, like, to a certain extent. Like, it, it doesn't bother me that that happened that way. Similar to like when you're playing Metal Gear Solid and you get shot and then you eat a pizza and you're healed. Like, but it but it works out differently. Like in the idea that like she did a shitty job of stitching him up and he got infected. That tracks. And then the yeah, fact that sure. she could give him penicillin like yes maybe she's not she's not paying attention to the dosage and it's not going directly into her vein but yeah she's not paying attention to the dosage because she's just sticking it in there and injecting him so she would need more to get to where she needs to get to to actually heal him because it's not going to all go into the bloodstream if she's not like finding a vein or whatever like all of that to me works what doesn't work is the idea that, like, oh, this has been 48 hours and Joel can stand up or, like, that is the one, like, it it, it would all work out together if they just decided to find a way to let time elapse. Maybe like it did a little bit. Because, I mean, penis- penicillin can work within quickly. a few days, easily. Not even, like, it'll, like, antibiotics can work in 24 hours, without a doubt. Like, absolutely. What does not work is like, oh, I got stabbed so bad that I can barely fucking walk. Yeah. And then it's fine in 48 hours? No. I, maybe no. maybe they were rooting around that town for days. And, me. And then they finally found him. I don't know. But, like, I think Neil Druckmann and Mason on the podcast were like, it's been 48 hours. Like, it, it, it was unequivocal. Oh. Like, it's been, mm. it's been very quick. And so... <laughs> I, yeah, it just, it's, it's such a weird choice to me. I don't even understand why they wouldn't, like, it's almost like the turn to winter happened too early for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe they just didn't get the shot. Like, I guess the point is maybe they didn't, maybe they couldn't have gotten the shots of the, like, suburb or whatever in fall and then like just the way the production worked out they couldn't have filmed the stuff leading up to he stabbed and in the house and then it turns to winter like maybe that just put them too far out and they would have had to delay the show for a year or something like that but i think that's just kind of a shitty reason to be like we're just not gonna we're just gonna paste over this 48 hours of stab wound is gone and we're good so yeah, I mean, in the in the long run, I sound angry about it. I don't care. I had a fine time. Yeah, like I, I knew what was going to happen. Due I, to the I, game. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> a either. Wonderful time. I may put up a stink about it for a half second. <laughs> but in all reality, like as soon as the focus was on Ellie being captured, I was like, this is awesome. Everything about that whole sequence of her being in the cage and then like you know like trying like convincing david to like lean in and then she like bites his finger and shit like i mean that's or breaks his finger did she bite it she yeah she, she breaks it she broke I it think. yeah yeah she bit yeah, him at she, some point she, yeah, she bit because him she was point. like i'm infected <laughs> yeah that was that was after they take her out of the cage yeah when oh, they were gonna hack okay. her up or whatever yeah but no, no i mean i what really of her what yeah. really worked for me yeah. was the slow descent into like the oh hey he likes that he's feeding people to his people yeah because i think it plays for desperation in the beginning and then by the time that he's like uh 
we're going to cut you up into little pieces. You're like, oh, he likes this. He's okay. Like, this is what he wants to be doing. He wants to be feeding his followers to each other as they die, which he yeah. likes the fucked apocalypse. Up. And I don't, I don't remember that from the game. It might be in there. But I think felt, they kind of added that, to be honest. But, yeah, if they did, like I think it was an interesting and and I like it. Just it's not even it's subtle enough that I don't feel like everybody caught it. Like Chad in our Discord, who definitely doesn't listen to this, like he <laughs> he he didn't. I don't know. It just felt like this weird, like very slow, and then like exponentially, I'm gonna turn into a. Not only am I like definitely a pedophile, but also I'm a cannibal, well, and I, I like feeding I think it's people just, to he, each other. He got to the point where, as a like as a character, like he didn't have to like hide from her anymore because he knew what he was gonna do with her. Yeah. So it's yeah. like who cares yep. now? I don't have to hide behind this facade of like what I'm trying to convince you of. Like I'm I'm yeah. just gonna be my real self or whatever. She's already I, in the cage too. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very sympathetic towards that character at first when I realized he had been feeding feeding people to his people like brian and i talked about that and we were like i mean what would you do if you're like i mean there are literally people that have done that to survive that movie with ethan hawk the airplane crash they end up eating each other because they have to I thought you were going to be like, I know some people who ate another person when they were like no. lost on a mountaintop or something. <laughs> yeah, it, no. Ethan Hawke did that. I think it was called but... Alive. Yeah, that was a real story. That was it? real. Yeah. It was like a soccer team yeah. or something. Mm. So Do you think I they appreciate just ate that. the bad players first? <laughs> Alex, or... the way you're just like, mm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do people some taste real, like? Some real, those soccer players and their juicy thighs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cook those bad boys up. Maybe, Maybe some of that before meat. we did this episode. Oh, I did. I had some of my butter almonds. Ooh, okay. yum. There you go. It's not quite the but, same as human flesh. No, though. not. Yeah. I mean, what do I know? I've never. Maybe, maybe human flesh tastes like butter almonds. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. It's probably low carb, right? So you know, it depends Lean. on the person. You know, yeah, it if depends it, if on the person. You got to. You got to. I definitely not. There, you know? There's like, too much yeah. sugar in the body everywhere, so it's yeah. Alex is like eating a carb. candied ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. I just I just taste I like mean, peanut butter from all the peanut butter I eat now. <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts on episode eight i believe it was just uh bella Ramsey's oh. performance at the end was awesome she oh, tr- fucking nailed yes. it i i don't like yeah. i haven't been that pumped like when she when she killed uh when she killed uh what's his name troy baker james james yeah uh, with the cleaver and it was just so like poetic to see like this cinematic ellie kill the <laughs> video game uh, Joel uh, mm-hmm. with a cleaver in the neck and all of that happened in the game if I recall correctly um, and like that whole so. sequence is very similar the only I wish the um, I, I feel like they could have built more suspense with like the flaming restaurant because I feel like in the game that part is like incredibly haunting and terrifying to be crawling on the floor away from him and it, like it just popping up to like throw bottles or things to like get his attention and make him walk away and stuff. And then you can get up behind him and stab him real quick and then like dip back behind a wall or whatever. Like it, it felt like that, that didn't feel rushed necessarily, but it, it definitely didn't have the level of suspense. I feel the game had, but it still was a great performance from both of them. And just seeing her hack away at his face. Like, I mean, you know, obviously they don't show her like hacking his face, but they show her as she's hacking his face and the Blood look the of camera. like 
pictures. Just his face. Fear <laughs> and everything she's got going on, like visually in that moment, was just golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that part in the game was the most frustrating part of the whole game for me. I failed it so many times. So I, I was kind of glad the, to not see it too much the in the show. from the snare in, in the corner store part, that is the part that it's the worst part of a video game I've ever played in my entire life, I think. I, I don't hated, even remember I that. I hated that so much. That's the thing. I don't remember any of the game, really. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like when they're in crazy. Pittsburgh and he gets and they crash the truck or whatever and they run. He okay. runs into the store or whatever and he gets caught in a snare and pulled up in the air. Mm. And, and oh. Ellie's got to go and like saw like the safe that is the counterweight to his snare. And then as uh. he's she's doing that, he's swinging back and forth and you've got to aim the gun and shoot the guys coming in to the room oh. and it's like it, it feels impossible because of the shooting mechanics in the game i really hope they fix that for the remake i haven't i don't know but well that's the thing like if you feel like the shooting is better in part two which you have been playing and they just took part one and put it in the part two engine so it's yeah i mean the auto you know. lock is nice when you just like uh like flick r or l2 and it auto aims real quick mm-hmm. and then you can just like snap r2 to fire real quick that's that's nice but yeah. Beyond that, like the gameplay itself is way better in part two. That's besides the point. The point is, episode eight was great. Yeah, Troy. It was fun <laughs> to see Troy Baker, who was the original voice of Joel in the game, uh, on screen in a very rare live action performance for him. Um, uh, and he did a good job. And yeah, yeah no, I mean, like I, that's the thing. I I was not like disappointed in the episode. Really, like honestly, I got done watching and i was like that's pretty damn good and then like talking with people about it i was like yeah i wish they would have put more time i wish they would have just shown that time had happened and it would have pasted over like literally all any issues that i had with it but you know i think it was pretty good regardless so and then we have the finale uh which aired last night and uh was like the shortest episode of the show Hot take is my least favorite episode of the whole series. <laughs> You're a tough critic. Am I? I think I'm pretty yeah. easy, personally. <clears throat> no. Well, so I can, I guess I want to hear from America's standpoint as somebody who didn't play the game. What did you think of the end of this story? Like, how did it? How did you feel I, about it? I love. I loved it, and without knowing that that's how the game ends, um. I thought it was a really cool and unexpected way to end end it because that's it goes against very much like HBO shows I felt like. Mm. So I appreciate it. I really appreciate how they stick to the game, but the changes that they do make feel very intentional and thoughtful. Yeah. Um I'm like ready to go. Well, it sounds like Brian has to play through part two again, you know, and you can <laughs> good luck. Just watch. <laughs> now, I mean, Erica, you I can think, just come uh, over and watch me play it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or Erica, you can tune in on Midwest Game Nerds YouTube channel and watch The Last of Alex, where I played through the entire game. Uh, oh my god, and it's up there. So, uh, or you can stream. wait. I don't know, two years or however long it takes for the series to start again. Well, and then you'll have to wait another year or two after that for them to do the entire second game in two seasons, it sounds like. But anyway, more on that some other time. Um, 
I, uh, to me, like, it, it was interesting revisiting the end of this game because when I finished this game in 2013, when it first came out, wow. I was like, I don't need any more. I don't want a sequel. They can't top it because it very much like the show, the way the show ends with, with, uh, you know, Ellie, like telling Joel, like you swear to me that you didn't lie about any of this. And and he says, I swear fucking heartbreaking. And yeah. like, I was like, there's no, I, I don't want to see anymore because it can't possibly live up to what happened here. And while I have issues with part two, I do think where they take that story is interesting where they take that part of the story is very interesting, but it still just feels like such a, it felt like such a bold ending to this particular story in season mm-hmm. one that um, I was really scared that more of the game would cheapen it. And I don't think it does. I think, I think it still is a very great ending worked really well on the screen I just wish that once again, the pacing felt a little weird, uh, and I think, yeah, you know, oh, so can you guys just, explain? It's a really short episode. It was only like forty-five minutes or it, something it like that. It is the and shortest episode of the series, for one. Like John, um, John, I think John did put the nail on the head in our Discord or like our private Discord chat. That was basically like. Ellie's despondency and Joel's like, hey, you're my now stand in for my daughter felt like it happened overnight because we didn't see them come out of winter. We didn't yeah, spend there time was, with them. There was no transition. It was just mm-hmm. like a hard cut and, and mm-hmm. it being a hard cut and for her to be that despondent still. And it, this takes place at least a month after the. Uh, yeah. The event with David, so like, mm-hmm. I just like I in a, again. I've never hacked at someone's face with a cleaver, so I don't know what that does to you mentally. But I feel Probably like, but John will be over it in a month. <laughs> I, yeah, because I'm actually a fucking psychopath. Like, just give him some buttered almonds. Yeah, give me some butter almonds, and I'm good. Uh, no, but it's it's in. I don't maybe I because I do have a tendency to just be able to turn off my emotions when I want to, but oftentimes mm-hmm. I don't. I tend to just let them free flow all the time, which is why I'm a crybaby. But <laughs> there I do have instances where like I just shut off completely. Um and maybe that's part of it, but also um like again, I've never hacked anyone's face with a cleaver. I don't know what that does to you mentally. I have no clue how how that would affect me or anyone, so I can't really speak to that. But I feel as though if this is like a month's span of time, I don't I just don't find it believable necessarily uh, that she would be uh, that in her own head that much to see, where like whoa whoa whoa. She she's supposed to be like watching his back when he's climbing through a, a camper on the middle of the highway, like trying to find them food and shit, and like she's completely just like lost in herself. Like I I don't know. I think you're assuming that she's completely in her head because of that. But I think it's partially the fact that they're coming to the end of their journey and she doesn't yes. know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And whether she's, Joel can even be a part of it. 
Oh, well, she's wondering, like, am I going to be the cure or not? Yeah. You know, like, I, what are they going to need to do to me to get this cure? Who knows? And yeah, like, is is this the end of the road for me and Joel or not? Like, yeah, I didn't I get think, that at all from any I of think, that. Well, that's the thing. I don't think they necessarily put it in the text, but I felt as though I brought that to it. That's I was I was right there with Brian thinking the same kind of thing of like, it didn't even it didn't even really occur to me that like she just fucking hacked a dude's face off. But, you know, face off. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I felt as though it was more of a, like, she's almost kind of distancing herself from Joel because she knows that it might be the end. Yeah. In some ways. Or she's dealing with the feelings, you know, of, like, what do, what does it mean if I am not the cure? Was I, this but all that's going the thing to be is, I feel it? like they could have done that in a way that, like, because she's such a talkative little kid throughout the majority of the show, like they could have brought some of that into actual dialogue between them. Yeah. And to assume that your viewers are smart enough to just make the assumption that she's in her own head because this is the end. Like I'm not that smart. Like I, I'm not super smart either. I took it as she was literally having an off day because (laughs) his reaction was like, are you okay? Like what's wrong? And I, I didn't know why she was having an off day, but I thought it was just an off day. That's a good point. It's not like it, it like Joel's reaction to it almost implies that she hasn't been like this for a yeah. month. Yeah. She, yeah. That's how I took it. But that's the that's thing is we, we went from seeing her hack someone's face off with a cleaver yeah. to her being despondent. Like, how are you yeah, not yeah, yeah. tying which, those two which things together? Which just kind of like, speaks to the idea that, like, they should have found a way to put a little more time in here. And I don't know if mean. that means that, like, cutting down the left behind or or having a 10th episode because they ended up smashing one and two together. Like, what? I would have much rather they just, like, give me less because I don't know why they gave us a 15 minute after the episode thing and then also gave us a half an hour long making of thing after that to watch like I would have rather them just not where given was us that I, it didn't can, pop it's up on, for us you, it's a, if you go into the recently added on HBO it shows up in there okay. it doesn't show oh. up in the last of us like show you have to go out of the show but like that's the thing is like I don't need the 15 minutes after show talk and then like a half hour of like making of because they're basically the same thing. They could have just put that at the beginning of the uh, the making of thing and been like since you just finished watching the last episode, this is the thoughts from that and then given us 10 to 15 even five more minutes of like development at the beginning of the episode to make the connection more solid would have been more beneficial than just throwing that at us from like cleaver to highway talking like at at the same time i do feel like especially in that latter half of the game the changing of the seasons is meant to imply time and 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 i like i do feel like there are times where it cuts to black and it's just oh the snow is gone and we're here now and so yes and and i i I get that but also like when they're changing scenery like regularly and not really telling you how much time has passed. Like what else are you supposed to, cause they could just, that's the thing is like, they could have just been up in the mountains and now they're like not in the mountains. They're yeah. down low. And like the weather changes pretty drastically. Oh, or they, you know, they could be in Michigan and it could just be snowing one day and then like 80 degrees the next day. Exactly. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I know I, I agree. I think, figuring out a way to kind of make it flow just a little bit better. And that 15 minutes would be good. I honestly don't, I don't understand or know why 
things came out this way. Like, I, I part of it has to do, I think, with the fact that they are like, we're going to smush one and two together. And then some of me almost thinks that they did maybe have more connective tissue into season two and were kind of like, mm, let's dial it back a little bit and not. Let's, let's end where we end and let season two be season two. Um, well, yeah. How about how about the one new part of the episode that they added? The cold open. Yeah, that was with, great. Uh, with Ali's it mom, was fantastic. Yeah, I meant to try and look up if that had been talked about or shown anywhere before because I think the they idea did, they did say that Ashley Johnson would appear in the show. Um, well, th- they I'm, didn't I'm say mostly... exactly where or when. Yeah, no, I'm I'm speaking to the idea of like Ali's mom fighting off a zombie a runner and getting bit during the birthing that would maybe lead to ellie being immune i don't think that's anywhere in the games no that's not anywhere in the games it was something in, if you listen to the um <clears throat> the official podcast. podcast uh druckman talks about how he wanted to make it a live action thing that they filmed at some point uh, with ashley okay. johnson which is why she is like ellie's mom essentially um and how and and there was all this like marrying of the ideas of like she birthed Ellie not only like physically in the show but also like like you know uh, as her brain baby as, as yeah as her character like she birthed Ellie as well like so mm-hmm. lots of ties there um there are there is reference in the first episode though uh to um. Uh, Meryl's uh, attachment to Ellie very briefly, if I recall correctly, but I can't remember the exact line or any of that dialogue, but she says yeah. something that ties them, the two of them together more closely. Yeah. And the explanation on the official podcast between Druckmann and Mason and, and everybody uh, talking about that relationship between Meryl and Anna is like very, very, very cool. Like that whole explanation of like why uh, Anna was like, you have to find someone like that was a really cool conversation between all of them. So I, yeah. I, I highly recommend everybody listen to that. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked the cold open quite a bit and, um, I thought it was a good addition. And it the only part I didn't really well. get is like, how did, how, where did the, where did the runner come from? Like, I know you see her, like, running through the woods and stuff, but, like, how would the run... Like, I feel like, again, this is me getting in, in my headspace of playing the game, but, like, you can just, like, hide in tall grass and, like, things forget about you. Like, <laughs> it's not like... Well, also, you don't play as, like, a nine-month pregnant woman who can't, you know, like, Ugh. run and is having contra- contractions and, like, yelling about, like, it. yeah, like, I don't... It, it seemed like she had a much l- longer head start than... It, then I guess they really show you just based on how the fact she was able to get in the house, get up the stairs and close the door. And like, you know, two minutes later, the runners like following her right up the stairs. Like, how did it know she went upstairs? Like when it got to the house, it should have just kind of stopped and like looked around like, where do I go from here? Kind of thing. But maybe yeah. it's smarter than you give it credit for. Yeah. That, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it is. It's or maybe it's possible. just for uh dramatic emphasis. And- yeah. 
you have overthought this part a little bit. No, I, again, it's a lot. It's one of those things where like I can suspend my disbelief to a certain extent, like for the sake of the of the narrative. Like I'm 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 still I don't care that it happened that way. It's just one of those things that kind of crossed my mind. Like I don't know. I feel like she probably would. She looked like she had more of a head start than they really give her, but it doesn't I matter think, ultimately. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that time was intended for the viewer to try and connect the dots of who is this? Because during that time frame, I turned to Brian and I said, I think this is Ellie's mom. Yeah. Birthing sure. her. It, you are I, probably correct. Yeah. <laughs> of course. That's, I mean, that's the kind breathe. of stuff that that's the kind of stuff like, uh, yeah, that moment to breathe. That's the kind of stuff that like Druckmann and Mason, like love is giving you that moment to like make that connection and like figure those things out. Like they talk about that on the podcast a couple times too, like not in this particular episode, but just like mm-hmm. giving, giving a moment for things like that to sink in. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I really like the conversation between Joel and Ellie about his scar too. I thought that was a good one. And another great part of the podcast that you should listen to is the conversation about that because that almost made me cry driving home from work today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a very interesting thing to think about where like um like th- this unspoken idea of love between the two characters how like they never say they love each other but they do. Mm-hmm. And and it's like completely unspoken. And like Joel says it in his way by, you know, when Ellie's like, oh, so time heals all wounds. And he's like, it wasn't time. Yeah. And stop. It wasn't time that he yeah. healed the wound. It was her that healed the wound. Mm-hmm. And they, they, may, they make a comment about how um, you like as a parent, you're always telling like you're telling your kid you love them or whatever. And your kid's telling you that that like. They love you, but like it doesn't really sink into the kid until you tell the kid how much they mean to you as a parent. And then it like clicks. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like what happened in that moment. It was really, it was really good. That was good. Um, I think the one other thing that I was going to say in terms of Joel and Ellie's character changing on a dime a little bit and i'm gonna i'm gonna pull my punch a bit but i do feel like joel jumping into the like i'm your parent now a little bit harder than i remember him doing in the game is a little bit of them angling for what is to come okay and not but is that just your lack of memory of the first game though. it might be my lack of memory of the first game like <laughs> i don't remember how much of what you really get after the cannibals and before and through the ending so i might be wrong but even just like troy baker's performance as opposed to pedro pascal like i can think of scenes in the last of us part two that it feels like Pedro Pascal is playing to that character yeah. who is not at all who I saw at the end of the first game when that was done. And so uh, if it feels a little bit like they're, they're kind of moving the chess pieces a little bit in terms of these, these two people's personalities 
um, for what is to come. And I don't know how much I like that. I'd have to, we'll have to see what really comes of it in the next season. Um, but it, it, it did. I agree with you a lot, John, that like, it felt as though he fell a little bit too hard into like, Oh, you know, well, we're going to go to Disney world and how about we do this? And like, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, like yeah. it just felt like he was already there and we didn't get to see him <laughs> kind of like let the facade down as much as like, we get the moment of him calling her baby girl in that moment of like trauma, but it very much felt like, Oh, that was like raised stakes of the moment. And then they back off a little bit because things return to normal and whatever. And, you know, even the moment of, you know, it wasn't time is still subtle enough that like, you're like, okay. But then I feel like by the end of the episode he's like, I want to teach you guitar and blah, 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 blah. Like it, it just felt, a little more like a jabber jaw than Joel ever was in the first game to me, but it might be my memory. So that's all I really, you know, I think that sums yeah. up most of my thoughts. I, I, I guess the only, like we can talk about the hospital scene. Hold on. You know. Do you, do you have a thought? Oh, it was just a joke. Really? Um, you, you said that you like Disney world. We'll take you to Disney world. And I was thinking like, you like giraffes? We'll get you a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the giraffe moment was great. And I do remember, I, I vaguely remember like cresting a, 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 a point in, in the first game and looking out and seeing giraffes and like almost being moved to tears on the 30 frames per second video game playing on the <laughs> PlayStation 3. Um I'm so because glad I waited was, to play on PS4. <laughs> yeah, it it yeah. I like but it was it still looked gorgeous. Like the game yeah. looked incredible on PlayStation 3. Um and and they pushed that hardware very very hard, but Did you guys was... watch the after show thing where they showed off the uh Mm-mm. the giraffe scene? Mm-mm. No, I haven't yet. It was almost oh. completely digital. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I figured it had to be. I was It like, was a real giraffe. Oh really? The giraffe is real, but they put up blue screens behind it to create everything behind the giraffe. They oh, actually yeah. they went that makes sense. They went to like the Calgary Zoo or whatever and like put like blue screens cool. behind the giraffe and like actually had them feeding a giraffe. Okay. Like that's cool. It, but it's it's it they just stuffed it, a giraffe into a box and transported it to the yeah. that's what I was thinking. No, it's it's just it's, it's actually just a giraffe head on a stick. <laughs> right, a, that's what I picture. It's a fucking Muppet. There's <laughs> someone Baker, just Troy bobbing Baker's it up and down. Up a, yeah. But it, no, it's, a it's a tongue's a sock puppet. It's just like it speaks to how incredible like they clearly put a ton of their budget into the mm-hmm. digital effects in this whole entire show because like mm-hmm. it, you can't tell at all like it well, yes. looks so real yeah maybe another reason that this episode is 45 minutes long and not and yeah. they're just like well here's all the money Listen, and... we gotta trim 15 minutes so we can get an extra like fifty thousand dollars in this <laughs> mm-hmm. like... <laughs> well in defense of the storyline then i feel like okay if i were joel and you you just thought you lost your own life, and then you thought you lost Ellie, and then you come out of that, and you see this fucking giraffe. Graph. Giraffe. I said giraffe. <laughs> you see this fucking giraffe. Yeah, I'm going to tell her she's my fucking daughter now. But I'm I, an emotional person. I don't, I don't know, know Joel I, from the game. 
that's well and that's the thing is that like i think the i think there's some subtle differences to joel in the show that makes it work a little bit better but i still feel as though it was a bit of a leap it's and a whiplash it's not like uh, yeah like it, it just it isn't it maybe it is some prior knowledge of the game but also it just felt like it it it, it he pushed it a little bit too far and, yeah. and i you know well that, that still, thing is like and i don't mean to keep referencing the podcast i probably shouldn't have listened to it before doing this but <laughs> i can't blah, i can't blah, help blah. myself but uh they Druckmann and Mason talk about how um that moment is Joel seeing that she's still in there you know and yeah. like she's still a kid and you know she's just she's having a moment or whatever you yeah. know like and uh they they took the line right out of the the game where she looks at the giraffe and goes so fucking cool like that <laughs> is directly out of the game the inflection is that. exactly the same it sounded like ashley johnson saying it yeah Aww. like she nailed that part yeah so it's great there there There's- are a lot of moments throughout the whole show where where like in in just cuz i'm the person who's most recently playing the game out of our group here but I'm like, man, like she sounds just like Ashley Johnson, like the inflection and like just her emotion behind certain parts. Like it is it is as if Ashley Johnson is delivering it through Bella Ramsey in a way. And it's it's just awesome to see them that way. And I also I, I, I mentioned this to Megan. I was like, I wonder if they if Druckmann had it in his head when they do this live thing with Ashley Johnson as like Ellie's mom to find an actress, an actor, actress that looks and resembles Ashley Johnson, but can play Ellie. And they picked Bella Ramsey because she does kind of look like Ashley Johnson in a way. So like, I want to know how much of that hereditariness is in there. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, there's so many times where Nicole and I are watching a thing and we're just like, man, that, that was good casting for that person because they look so like, they Mm -hmm. look like their kid or they look like the young version of them. Like Mm -hmm. it's yeah. when, when cat, when you have a good casting director, I feel like that kind of shit lines up. Well, yeah. they know what to do, so that's cool. Um, if you thought that uh, CG baby looked really real, it's because it was a real baby. There was two. Yeah. There was two real babies. It was twins. Yeah. Were they, were they, they born were the day before? Like what the hell? Days old. Oh my god! I thought they looked even pretty young. Imagine. Yeah. Also, a I was like day old baby in on a movie set. Listen, man, do you know how expensive it is to have kids now? I know oh, I you know, it. but like they I had, understand that those parents had twins. They had to get them kids working right away. Apparently. Plus, they're just around the country. They're repealing all the child labor laws now. So this is perfect timing. <laughs> it's not the industrial age anymore. Uh, we're <laughs> yes, heading we, there. We put our newborn infants to work. <laughs> right away back to the coal mine <laughs> it was also a 30 30- I, I think the whole scene at the whole scene at the beginning was slightly traumatizing to megan because she's sitting <laughs> oh, there yeah. pregnant on the couch with her belly sticking out and she's Nicole like i was horrified too she I don't was really like think i think i want to watch this <laughs> i can't watch this yeah they you put know. a 30 pound belly on her it yeah, was 30 I, pounds i looked at her and i go well hopefully there's not another pandemic this time <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not, uh, you know, cordyceps. Yeah, <laughs> cordyceps. Zombie apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> it sounds um, more interesting than COVID, though, so whatever. <laughs> I don't know uh, 
yeah, I guess the only other major point is the stuff that happens in the hospital, which was was seemed pretty straight out of the game in a lot of ways. Um, I, I wanted more out of it. Somebody on the subreddit was saying it should have been a one shot. Like it should have been a one shot oh. of him just going through the halls and picking off dudes. And that would have been cool. That would have been pretty pretty cool. But I think the cool is the point. You know, like to me, there was someone else who kind of mentioned like. I like the fact that it was dark and that it wasn't heroic and it was not like, yeah, that's true. He's doing a great thing, but it but how much, bad. how much more dark would it yeah. have been if they took their time and draw and were able to draw out every single death in that whole scene as he's doing it, like removing all the heroism out of it. You're watching this dude become like a fucking psychopathic murderer who's doing this for selfish reasons yeah. instead of like being instead of like possibly saving humanity he's just saving this girl that's See, his daughter's the stand in for his daughter which again this is this is the the dichotomy or the paradox of this whole game and this whole storyline is like what would you do in this in this instance and like i think Druckmann and Mason polled people asking like what would you do in this instance and anybody who was a parent said 100%, I would kill everyone in that hospital and take my daughter and leave. (laughs) And anybody who wasn't a parent was 50-50, like, on the nose. Like, it was just, like, yes or no, like, period. So, I think I caught the same Reddit thing that you saw, because there was something, the person was saying something along the lines of, like, I, you know, it's great in, like, a show like Breaking Bad, where they make you root for people who are terrible. But the thing to me is... I've kind of had enough of that because there are too many fucking people who don't realize that they're rooting for a terrible person. You know, there's those, the, the fact that like Anna Gunn who played Skylar white and breaking bad still receives fucking hate messages for the shit that her character like rightfully so had to go through and that should like, she, she, she seems like an asshole in some ways because the show kind of portrays it that way. But also, by the way, Walt is a fucking murderer and a drug lord. Like, the the subtleness of, like, hey, you know, let's root for... What, what's Vince Gilligan's line? Of, like, we're going to take Mr. Chips and turn him into Scarface. Is, is Scarface it like, isn't cool. He's fucking horrible. Nah. And, like... Is it rooting, like, rooting for bad guys? Or is it just everybody's, like like human nature of like wanting to be that but not having the balls to be that you know that sort of thing you know what i mean there's like, probably a lot of davids out there we well, just the don't realize I mean, it my my issue with this goes back to fucking fight club and everybody being like tyler durden's so fucking awesome man i wish i was brad pitt in that movie look at those abs this is so great that's all and anybody then, like, wanted to be brad pitt in that movie was fight club there were who was there was a, a tiktok of some actor talking about that like oh i went into i went into my my uh personal trainer and, and before i even said anything i know what you're gonna say you want abs like brad pitt and fight club he's like you're never gonna fucking have yeah, them so don't even think about it like greases himself up in that and yeah but anyway that like 
people looking at Fight Club and being Got like, really look at how erotic awesome all of a sudden <laughs> Tyler Durden is. But that whole the whole point of that story is how fucking terrible toxic masculinity is. Like that's the point of Fight Club as a as a work. I'm is, I'm positive a lot of people completely missed the point of that. Movie. Absolutely, and that's the point is that we can't be subtle yeah. about it anymore. We need to show people. Look at how fucking terrible Joel is for what he's doing here. What's What's worse to me is that he lied to Ellie. Oh yeah. That I mean to me I I don't know what I would have done in if I had been in his shoes. I how do you he didn't even get to say goodbye to her. So like yes. how do you live with that? He saves her. I get that. I mean that's the thing the is like he, part again, is he lies to her. He's doing things mm-hmm. for very selfish reasons and like where, whereas <clears throat> yeah. you have Meryl who's like a complete opposite of him who is like not doing things for selfish reasons. She's doing things for the good of humanity. Like she sees herself mm-hmm. at least of doing things for the good of humanity. And then you have Joel who is literally just trying to appease his own inner demons. Yeah. And like how do you how do you reconcile that? You know, like like those two different characters going for like they they both want the same thing. They want Ellie and and what she represents like for each of them and well but no i mean i think it goes a little bit deeper than you keep saying meryl which is the actress's name who plays marlene yeah was, yeah I'm marlene so confused because i keep okay. thinking Mar- you meryl, mean marlene meryl dandridge right is her name yeah Mar- meryl, meryl yeah. dandridge i think but my bad sorry everybody <laughs> who, who actually played marlene in the game too but anyway yeah uh, just some m person okay so I think the the interesting thing to me of it though, like Marlene does basically say, like you have to think about what Ellie would want. Yeah. Which I don't think I don't remember that being in the game, but it might have been. But then also, um, Ellie already told him what she wanted. She wants to see it through. Well, yeah. she, well, she wanted to get there, right? But she wanted to finish how- what they started. Yes, she but says the that. thing is, like, I don't know. I guess the other thing that seems weird to me here is I don't understand what they told her. I don't, I don't think they told her she was going to die from it. No. Yes, is the main thing. Of, so like, there's what some did they selfishness on me? both sides. Yeah. But I also think Marlene has a little bit more, like, like basically, Joel, Joel does say like you don't understand like you don't understand what you're asking me to do here and marlene is basically just like i fucking saved that baby as a moment old baby yeah and told her mother that i was going to protect her and i'm letting this happen like i i think i felt more conflict in marlene still being like i didn't want to do this but it's a numbers game at this point right like how great is the world that she's going to be in if she's, you know, stopped from dying to create the cure? Like, she gets to live in whatever this garbage is, but she could make everybody else in the world maybe have a normal life again or start to get there. And so I, the fact that that conflict was there with Marlene and Joel, like, it, it didn't feel to me like Marlene was being as selfish as Joel, at I least. I agree. I agree. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I think she didn't even think he was going to make it there. Yeah. She thought they were going to die. Yes. Because she went out. She says she she left with five guys and came back with only two. And like, and she's like, you're one person I didn't want to owe, but I owe you my life or whatever she says to him. Mm -hmm. And then ironically, he kills her. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think yeah. sorry about the diabolical laugh that just escaped from me as I spoke <laughs> all of those words. Like, <laughs> I I do think Ellie would would have been willing to sacrifice herself because she fucking tried to become blood brothers with Ben. Sam. Was that his name? Sam. Sam. She was like she wanted to save him. Let's dissect so where you got Ben from real quick. I'm just curious. <laughs> it's like, just a three letter common name. Yeah. And I think Sam, I said it yesterday ben. on accident. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm bad with names too. Like I usually when we're on these podcasts, I'll have IMDB up. Because <laughs> well, I I'm not good with names. But I do think she's definitely living her life wanting to have purpose. And this I think she would have one hundred percent done it without question she was ready to go yeah no i think so too but uh, yeah i mean that's the thing i i think it is it's really unclear and i don't understand of like i don't know maybe i have to go back and watch the scene again but it doesn't the fact that she wouldn't be able to tell joel like we talked to her and she said yes uh, you know. I I was always under the impression from the video game that Ellie didn't realize that the procedure would be fatal. She was yeah. never told. Yeah. And that's like one of the biggest issues here. Is, yeah. Well, but is you, that you, she so wasn't given the choice to give up her own life for this. One hundred percent. You are. And you are. Done and that. she should have been given that choice. Yes, because she would have. She would have said yes. Which is fine, yeah, but, but they should have given her that choice. But yeah, they were too afraid to do this, that. Like super decisive story, if you know, by giving her the choice. I mean, come on. I think Brian, you're pulling in knowledge from part two. No, is the main I, thing. We didn't have that conversation, and I felt that for sure last night. Well, but, maybe, yeah. No, I, I think I think the way that it's portrayed, yeah, it's like she basically wakes up in the car and is like, "What the hell happened?" Right? Yeah. But she also has at least enough context to kind of like look at Joel and be like, "You need to swear to me that what you're telling me is true." Like, I think that's also like, true. Marlene even says that, like, "Oh, you know, she's fine. She didn't get a scratch. She's more concerned about you." Like, Marlene spoke to her. She spoke to Ellie at some point, and so. It it feels like things are deliberately ambiguous because you know, like I, I it uh, you would think that if Marlene really cared about Ellie, then she would have talked to her about it, right? But and I you, don't understand. But you protect people from the truth sometimes because you don't like want, Joel does. Yeah, like you don't <laughs> want to stress them out until like. She's 14. I have a hard time believing... I don't know. It's fair. Like, you're not wrong, but also, like, I don't know. It, it It doesn't fully line up. And I wouldn't be surprised if going back and even just looking at what happens in the game or looking at the scenes that were presented to us last night, if things became more clear now that I'm thinking about this question as we watch. But... It feels like some dots were left unconnected. And I do think, you know, there's some of this that might come up in the future, I guess, is all that we can really say about that. But, um, dun dun dun. Yes. But I think, uh, 
I still think like this is this ending to the game as put into the show, I think still works very well. And I understand why they didn't tread or stray too far from it because like Neil Druckmann said on the behind the scenes for episode three, where the game is good, we stick with the game where it could be better. We'll deviate. Mm-hmm. And I get that they didn't deviate here and I'm okay with that. Um, and I think there's some people that are like disappointed that there wasn't more actiony stuff because there is like a fucking bloater boss that you fight and like, you know, Ellie not being able to swim and you move her across on a raft thing. Like there's people that are pissed about that, but you know what? Every time that this, that the show kind of like glances over to be like, Oh, there's a ladder up there and I'm going to boost you up to it. Felt it rang a little bit hollow to me because it very much felt like, Hey, guess what? This was a video game. But it's also not necessarily something that would occur to people who haven't played yeah, the game, right? Uh, yeah, so it, like... it works fine for most people, I think. But for me, I don't necessarily know that I needed to go through and be like, we need a big boss battle before we get to the hospital. Like, I, I don't care about that. So in the end, you know, I still think things felt quick in a lot of ways, but I still like that they stuck to the ending because there were things that they could have changed and I'm glad that they didn't. So. Yeah. I mean, ultimately I'm happy with it. I was just, it's, it's not my favorite episode. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, when are they just going to make a Bill and Frank spinoff series? (laughs) That's what everyone wants now. I think. Right. True. True. Yeah. I, I, I was just thinking, like, they they better be nominated for Golden Globe together. And, yeah. Uh, they should just win it together. I don't even yeah. think they should separate. <laughs> they should just both be one entry. Yeah. The award goes to Bill and Frank. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Brank man. Or Frill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So, I mean, should we kind of do a quick, like, wrap up of the whole season and how we felt about it? Yeah, like, I don't necessarily know, like, if there's a whole lot more to say about it, but since you proposed the thought, please lead us, Brian. Well, Erica, having not played the game, how did you feel about it overall as a a season of TV? Um, I will say this is probably the first show in a long time where I've wanted to get home early from being out in Hamtramck with friends every Sunday night. I go to Hamtramck every Sunday with my friends to Henrietta House. You should check oh, it out. People can find you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we always wrap up by like nine o'clock. We're like, well, it's nine o'clock. Got to go home and watch The Last of Us with our partners. <laughs> I've never done that. I usually am the type that can just wait till the next day. So this is the first time in a long time where I've been the one like, needing to get back. But I loved Bella in Game of Thrones. I was like, I I will follow her career forever. So this has been just a delight seeing her in this role. And Pedro, Pascal, I love. And I've really enjoyed seeing how the actors from the video game are in the show. Like, I love how they've honored those actors. Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. Um, But I also just love post-apocalyptic shit. Like, (laughs) forever and always. As a kid, it just lives inside me. So, 
over, but I'm also not a tough critic. I feel like I'm a very easily pleased <laughs> TV watcher, clearly. No, I think, I think, you know, I mean, having spoken with you about Westworld and some of what was, what happened in, in season four, I feel like you've been insightful in terms of like things that don't work for you too. Oh, yeah. So I feel You're like right. it would be pretty easy to like, if, if it didn't work, you would, you would know why and you'd Thank be able you. to talk to it. Okay, cool. So I, I do have I an opinion. I can trust your opinion on, on The Last <laughs> of Us, I think. Um, Thanks. But yeah, I, 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 I agree with everything you said pretty much i don't really have a whole lot beyond that but i do feel as though you know the thing that i'll say is i didn't i wasn't excited for the show because i felt as though the game was gonna have done it better and in some ways i still feel like the game is the ultimate way to experience this story because they make you pull the trigger on the doctor you know like they make you do it and doing that choice i think is pretty important um you just can't do that in a tv show you know it's not my agency deciding to like you can just sit there i think forever in that moment and nothing will happen you don't see the rest of the story they don't kill you and then you die and the game's over you just sit there with your gun on the doctors and you either shoot them or you don't and that's pretty incredible, and I don't think that will ever be able to come through in something like a TV show. But, that being said, I think the moments that they chose to do something different with were very worth it in terms of making an adaptation of the show and uh, of the game into a show. And I think they did a great job of adapting what was in the game into a TV show uh, in a lot of ways. Other than some of the pacing stuff towards the latter half of the season, but as we spoke yeah, to. I would agree I- with that. It, it definitely, it offered just the right amount of content from the game that was well done and new stuff for people that have played the game that, I mean, we always had something new to look forward to, which mm-hmm. I thought yep. was nice because mm-hmm. we all knew, like the three of us knew that we or where the game was going and mm-hmm. where the TV show was going. And so, yeah. Between between cold opens and deciding to maybe incorporate some season two stuff early and, like, all of that type of stuff, I felt like... And, and, and just the ability to maybe retell the story knowing where it was going to go in terms of showing Jackson in the actual show, which you don't see in the video game at all. Um, or you see it over Hill, I think, basically, if, if anything. Um I think those were all very cool moments for people who played the game and are also watching the show. John, what about you? What do you what do you feel about this season of TV? Um when I I didn't really care about it until they cast Pedro Pascal and I saw the first promo shots and I was like, "Okay, I should probably play the first game." And I <laughs> went and I pl- I played a good chunk of the first game and I got stuck and I gave up and then I was like, nope, I'm going to go back and I'm going to finish it. And I did. And I'm very happy I did that because I think going into this show, having the knowledge of the game, uh, it doesn't like make me feel superior to anybody who hasn't played the game, but it I like the, like the homage they pay to the people who have played the games. Like I like, mm-hmm. I like them servicing those, as much as just providing us with great content overall, like, but like kind of just nudging you like, Hey, 
you know, like, good, hey, check this out. Like, you'll recognize this. Like, I know you kind of joked about the ladder getting pointed out in the last episode as, like, a gamification thing. I liked that. I thought that was... I was like, it's, it's just a, like it's the just, game. Like, I feel like it was kind thing. of a joke for that's, gamers. It, but I'm okay it, with that. Yeah. Like, I like I like that, like, on-the-nose kind of, like, nudge is also okay, yeah. you know? What was um, great is that she just kind of drops it, because that wouldn't yeah, happen that was, in the game. That was pretty true. funny. That was pretty um, good. But overall, I'm excited for... I'm excited to finish The Last of Us Part 2, um, which I am currently playing. I'm excited to do a spoiler cast with you guys about that. Um... I'm excited to see where they take the series because I don't know how finite the ending of part two is because I'm not there yet, but Mm. I would love to see like different parts of the world interpreted within this universe. I think would be very cool. We've seen America. Like what did it do to the rest of the world? You know? Mm, Yeah. Um, I also, Japan's just okay on their Island alone. Yeah. (laughs) I've also read several interviews with Mazin and Druckmann where they talk about how they want to incorporate, like Druckmann specifically wants to incorporate some of the ideas from the show into future games. So, Mm. you know, how does the cordyceps evolve? Does it become the thing that senses your feet on the ground as opposed to being spores in the air? Like that's cool. And I think that ties into some, of the mechanics they showed in the last of us part two where the dogs can pick up on your scent and follow you is very cool um so as technology expands and becomes more impressive these games are just going to get crazier and cooler that being said uh, i love the series i thought it was great i can't wait to see more um i'm glad i still with the mandalorian season three out right now i get more pedro pascal for the next couple of weeks because he's just the most absolutely charming human being like on the planet right now his snl appearance was fantastic um the mario kart parody they did that was like (laughs) the last of us was so fucking funny Um, and he just seems like every interview i see with him i'm just like this i want i just want to be friends with him like he just seems like such a cool dude and uh I love seeing pictures of him and Pedro or Pedro and uh, and Bella Ramsey in like interviews and press junkets mm-hmm. and stuff where they're like sitting there together and like holding hands and like they clearly have bonded on a level in this series that like we will never understand mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's awesome like I just I yeah. love that between them and uh, yeah I I uh, I'm excited for more I, I really I can't wait to finish the the part of the second game because I want to know where this goes even though it was spoiled to me earlier today to yeah, a certain but you yeah. don't you don't even really know the half no of i i know a major goes, i know honestly. a very major maybe plot the point, third of it but i don't understand <laughs> any of the connective tissue between the plot the current area of the plot where i am and the plot point that i discovered so well and, it, and, it, and I it does develop it. past that too yeah so no, I that's, I, that that's to what i i want to know where it goes beyond that really is is what it boils down to um and just the overall um controversy and, and and divisiveness of the series in general i want to understand more of that because i can't believe people treat this the way they have treated it online <laughs> not the the series more well i guess kind of the series but also the game both yeah they no. both they have their haters um but i don't understand why anybody would hate and like as much as i don't necessarily like the gameplay of the first game i love the story like it's just not yeah. the gameplay was not the greatest for me because I'm terrible at stealth games. Like it's just a mechanic I'm not a fan of anymore. I liked it for the first Metal Gear game. 
I played through the first level of that a million times because I had the Metal Gear Solid demo disc, and I just would do that, and then I never played the rest of the whole game. Like, it just <laughs> so good, couldn't do it, man. It, I'm so bad at it. It just it felt it felt wrong. I just it felt it, it didn't it didn't it didn't gel with my uh, my motor skills. So, um, but yeah, yeah, great I, series. I think, yeah, we can certainly I think talk more about where it's it's hard for me and probably Brian to talk too much about where it might go because yeah, of what we know from the second part. So yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for either you, John, or for you, Erica. So we won't do that. Um, but when maybe when we do our spoiler cast for the second game, we can we can talk a little bit about what we think might happen, how it's going to work. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yes. It's going to be a fun conversation. I look forward to having it. And also just... I feel like I have a lot of uh, unpacking that I could do about my feelings about the second game that I never really got to do because I honestly don't think I've talked to anybody who has finished it uh, other than yeah. Brian through the podcast where we weren't spoiling things because John hadn't played it and a lot exactly. of people maybe haven't played it yet. So I well, think it, if anybody listening is not a video gamer, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch Alex play through the second game if you need to figure out where the story goes. <laughs> yes, The Last of Alex. 13 parts, I think. I can't remember wow. how long. I think it was like 20-something hours. Wow. This is before I had a baby, of course. Yeah, clearly. And, and it was in the thick of the pandemic as well. Like it, The game came out in 2020, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was good a good timing. Time. Yeah. yeah. It's also incredibly beautiful of a game. Yeah. Like it's yeah. stunning to see that like to look at that and be like this is a video game is kind of mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, it looks should... PS5 quality even though it's technically a PS4 game. And they did that twice. Like the first Last of Us on PS3 looked incredible and then on PS4 it was like okay, it's just this but in 60 frames a second, which also looked great. Um, and then once again, part two came out the year that PlayStation five was coming out. And, you know, I think they did, they have done updates. They did do an update that I think enabled some of the PS five stuff, like faster loads and stuff like that for that game. Um, but not like in an official, like this is the PS five version of the game. Um, but I do think it plays well. John picked it up for 10 bucks, so it does go on sale. It probably wow. will at some point after this uh, show is done. And, you know, the the first game is coming out on PC on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 10 years after it was originally released, <laughs> it'll finally be on PC or a different console than the Sony console for people to play. I wonder how um, long they'll wait to release part two. Yeah, I don't know. You would think they wouldn't do too long, but it seems like some... Um, I mean... It's kind of odd to me. I, it, with Uncharted, they released all of them for PC, I be, didn't they? No, no, no? they don't. It's only three. Oh. It's only f- okay. four and Among Thieves, I think. I don't think one through three are available for PC. Oh. So. If they were smart, they would release it because a bunch of people are going to want to play it now. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. They weren't interested. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced soon after the first one comes out for PC that they're like, all right, part two is coming this fall or like even just time it closer to like season two is coming out. Guess what? Go play part two on PC. 
Yeah. They've got they've got some runway to do it and I think that like I think the I think the remake that they just put out in September for PlayStation 5 of the first game soared in the charts as soon as the show started airing mm-hmm. and that for me like when they were releasing it last year I was like why the fuck are they doing this? I've already played this game. They already did a rem- they already did a, like a remaster of it for PlayStation 4. Why are they going to put it out again on PlayStation 5? And the fact that it like sold gangbusters when the show started airing, I was like, okay, you know what? If they can charge seventy dollars for a ten-year-old video game, be my guest, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, in like another five to ten years, we'll get a special edition where they replace everyone's face with the people from the TV show, like yeah. Pedro Pascal. Han uh, Solo hesitates I mean, to shoot. You know they're going to release some kind of like anthology box set that has like part one, part two, like they come together and like, you know, it's in like a, it's in like a steel case or something with like fancy art and all that shit and like a resin casting like doll or something of of like Ellie with the bow and arrow like that. All it's going to have all that stuff. Like it'll, it'll be like $350, you know, and like. The the digital deluxe edition is going to come with all kinds of a digital art book and soundtrack and blah, blah, blah. And and it'll just be super epic. And that'll come out in like 10 years or whatever, you know, like it'd be really cool and crazy if they did like uh, if they did do what Brian was saying. And like, here's the Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey skins for the game. And also they redid all the lines or something because like yeah. they love the series so much they wanted to do it or something like that. With um, with how deep fake technology is coming around, it's only a matter of time. Which true. I think people have already started working, like figuring out, like, oh, we're gonna just mod it on PC to be Pedro and Bella Ramsey. So, <laughs> not surprised, but yeah. it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, rude. No, it was a good show. Good show. We'll yep. see how quickly they put out more. I, you know, like I think the. The finale, I think Nick posted somewhere in one of the sub or one of our discords that the finale was the most viewed episode of the show, despite the fact that the Oscars were airing at the same time as well. Nice. Uh, Wow. Yeah. So they, they did damn well with, with the TV show. Uh, You can watch the Oscars on your normal TV and then you just pull up the last of us on your iPad. <laughs> no, you just you get all the Oscars on YouTube the next day, and guess what? Will Smith didn't slap anybody this yeah. time because he wasn't fucking there. Boring. So there was no. Yeah. However, everything, everywhere, all at once won a shitload of awards. Very well yeah. deserved. People should watch that movie if they haven't. Still haven't watched it. So fucking good. It's beautiful. What's uh? What's our next TV show? Are you guys watching Succession or no? Yes. Yes. Definitely gonna we watch are, Succession. We're not caught up yet we're on track to finish season three this week just in time for the premiere yeah on sunday right i'm pretty sure i finished season three but i can't remember now might have to slow down then i have to go back it's not possible no slowing down just start it over again and then you'll finish it It again before it is really good i don't want to talk i don't want to get into that yeah, whole thing either. right now other than to say that i say fuck off all the time now <laughs> he does i can't help myself he does <laughs> i'm like playing call of duty and i'm like fuck off <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious logan roy rubbed off on you yeah unfortunately um, 
Yeah, Succession's good. Uh, I have not watched the two episodes of Mando that are out, but I will uh, yeah, now, probably. I'm going to wait, and then I'm just going to pick it up for a month and clear through all of it when it's All right, aired. so we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a spoiler cast of Mando Season 3 at some point. What yeah. is Mando? Mandalorian. Oh. We, we can, can also get talk, you caught up pretty quick in that. We can also talk Succession, for sure. I would love to. Nicole, Nicole would probably come talk Succession too. If we nice. To. But um, I'll just talk about how angry that show makes me. <laughs> I mean, that's understandable, but I think it's hilarious as oh, well. They, so just, they just need to retitle it as "Whiny Rich People." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's all. No, that's, all that's they, they could they could call fucking HBO uh, "Whiny Rich People" uh, WRP because yeah. that's all almost all of their shows except for the last of us are which pe- right. people yeah. treating each other like assholes but the white lotus and Westworld and yes yeah yes um game of thrones game of thrones yeah no the one thing i i will say i just one final note and that we've already harped on but i did want to say like the fact that like pedro pascal snuck his way into my wife's tiktok algorithm and it has just fucking exploded I don't know if you guys have seen the TikTok meme that's from The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is the Nick Cage movie that came out. <laughs> I've seen where the he's meme, playing yeah. himself. But there's there's a scene in the movie where Pedro Pascal is like a rich dude who's hiring Nick Cage to be Nick Cage because he loves Nick Cage. And they're <laughs> riding in a boat to like Pedro Pascal's property or whatever. And Nick Cage, like, looks over at Pedro Pascal because Pedro Pascal's, like, obsessed with him. And Pedro Pascal's, like, like so excited, <laughs> just has the best look on his face. And people are making amazing memes with it. It's just, it's incredible. It's so good. And the fact that it's just Pedro Pascal's blown up because of, like, he was big because of the Mandalorian. But, yeah. but you only see his face, like, twice because he's yeah. always wearing the helmet. Yeah. This is Pedro Pascal getting his due as Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and it's it's wonderful to to see him reap the benefits. Now he and Oscar Isaac can get married and I can <sighs> you know be really hot. Just be happy for the world because yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I would I'd watch a sex scene with them. <laughs> <laughs> Change their names to Bill and Frank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but Cool. Well, on that note, The Last of Us, season one. Yeah. Are you putting this in the regular feed? Yeah, I'll put it. I'll this one will go out to everybody, and then maybe next week, even when we do two hundred, if we have enough time, maybe we'll do another do side another quest. Side quest. Yeah, that's cool. Start talking Mando, maybe or something. I'm uh, ready. Sure. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>